And now, another cup of... The London Fog. Welcome back to the London Fog. Oh, is it? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's really on this time. Hello, hello. We are back. We are. Oh, but you guys didn't miss us because we were here last week. We were. We were record. We, we did record. We got one out right before we left for Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving, Leah? Oh, you know, same as it always. No, Same as always, just met. No. You know what I realized that we need to admit to everybody? Oh. Is that it is almost December. Stop! No! I was thinking about never this. never made a freaking fruitcake. So, you know what? We're just going to make it in January and let it sit for the whole year. <laughs> just year round. Or, or, I mean, Will and Kate did it as a wedding cake. Yeah. Your birthday's in January. There you go. Do you want a fruitcake for your birthday? I'll have a, a birthday fruitcake. Ooh, the best thing about that is it won't be like, you know when we're doing it for Christmas, it's just going to be like the two of us eating it. If it's your birthday cake, we can force. Ooh, force feed? But this is a biggie it. for me. I'm turning 30. I just don't want to like be like okay, 30 going on 90 good, getting people fruitcake. good enough for Will and Kate's wedding, it is good enough for your birthday. <laughs> All right. Maybe... Maybe. Um, hello. They're the most epic wedding of all time. I feel like you can definitely do it for your birthday. In fact, it should be your new traditional birthday cake. Every, every year. Every year, you use an old fruitcake <laughs> from the previous Christmas. That's so gross. <laughs> no, that's the point of fruitcakes. They're supposed to sit. Last, all oh. year. Are you getting your dad a fruitcake? You told us that he likes fruitcake. Oh, he fruitcake. loves fruitcake. That's so weird. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, that's amazing. That's weird we shit. It, we make it in January. You, we we give it, it to your dad. dad's birthday <gasps> in July. Perfect. Christmas in and July. be perfect aging. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. New plan. New game plan. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, because speaking of cake and weddings, you know, my dad said he wouldn't come to my wedding unless I had cake. I said, I don't oh. like cake. Not fruit cake, but just cake. I was all like, no, I'm so with, like, I, I hate cake. going, what, really? I think it is a crime to go to a wedding and there is no cake. But I hate cake. I didn't even eat any of my wedding cake until the year later. You know what, maybe aged cake is just better. <laughs> <laughs> aged cake. It's like a, it's like a fine wine. <laughs> yes. Everyone should age all of their cake. Age your food. Okay. All right. Let's get serious. <laughs> Okay, I don't know. Do we so, need to buckle down? Because, Leah, this episode is going to be rough for me. You know what? I need to tell people about this amazing person I started following on Perfect. Let's, Instagram. Perfect. Let's tell them about so, that first. <laughs> so her handle is E. Holmes. Her name is Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. And she is a reporter. And she does this thing on her stories called So Many Thoughts. Okay. And every time Will, Kate... Megan, Harry, anyone royal like does anything and there's like photos about them, yeah. she'll like post it and then post all of her thoughts about their outfits. It's kind of oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. You so, were saying something about that. I, Is this the same chick from no, no, no. the one that was like following their their tour? Harry and Megan's no, tour? That was that's a blog blogger okay. that I follow. But this is pretty fun because I mean, pretty much every day there's like some sort of photo of them yeah. that she posts her thoughts on and it's amazing. E. Holmes? Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Are we following her? We are. We are? Yes, we are. I've even 
message with her from our Instagram in hopes that she'll listen to our podcast. Come! But since we aren't, like, specifically a royal podcast, I think That's it's a good point. interest to her. But... Don't be so stingy, E. Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Bit? No. Uh, she Don't. did start listening. This is the yeah. episode she started listening. <laughs> Don't listen! <laughs> I take it back. I'm an awful person. But anyway, so yeah, if other people are interested, you know. Check it out. Yeah. Look at people's outfits. I want you to know that I specifically walked into an express because they had like fake leather skirts identical to the one that Megan was wearing. The green like leather that uh, she was like in the picture that was printed a billion times. Then I like was walking past Express and now they make them in every color down to the like the same seams. I was all like, I bought two. <laughs> I bought a velvet bow for my hair from J. Crew because Kate has so far worn it twice. Nice. In the last few weeks. We're um, being inspired. I think I'm going to look ridiculous with a velvet bow in my hair. You wear it to a Christmas party, though. Yeah, that's my plan. I think we're both going to the same Christmas party next week. We are. You'll be seeing me there. I need to contact our our hostess. Maybe I can't wear the bow. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wear the bow to the party. All right. Okay. Should we tell the people what we are talking about today? So today's episode was inspired by Austin. Yeah. He emailed us in. And told us he wanted us to talk about the different, like, regions and dialects Boom. in the UK, which is what we are doing. Which is going to be a good time. And I opened it just a little bit further because so much is going on currently in the news, again, about Brexit. And it was one of the things, I don't know if you remember when we were, like, taking that drive down to Galveston to go and hang out with people and that's when we were talking about let's actually do the podcast and we were all like let's talk about this and let's talk about this like one of my first things was let's talk about brexit other than the fact that i don't understand brexit and now i've read a lot about brexit and i still don't understand brexit well i remember <laughs> when you suggested that as a topic really shooting it down and being like that's boring we don't understand it let's not talk about it and yet you're forcing it in <laughs> it's because it's like a big deal right now I mean, it, how can we take ourselves seriously if we'd never cover Brexit? Do we take ourselves Do we seriously? Take ourselves serious? <laughs> no one takes us seriously. You know what, guys? I'm going to give you a hint. We, after we explain this badly to you, go on the BBC News site. Yes. They have a good explanation of it. They everything. do. But even with that, I was all like, okay, okay, you know, okay. <laughs> but funny thing before we get started. Okay. Um, and then we'll get started. Today, went to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. got a kombucha you know it's tea yeah i know that it's slightly fermented it says you know it has trace amounts of alcohol girl i got carded for a kombucha at whole foods are you sure you didn't buy like a special alcoholic one no i mean it's the same one i buy every time i flip it behind it says like this has like a trace amount of alcohol i mean it's under like 0.1 percent like it's less than a chocolate bar, yet they carded me at Whole Foods for kombucha. Hmm. I mean, I felt then kind of bad because I usually buy it before I go and teach in the high school, so... Oh, drinking before right? I'm, like, drinking while I'm apparently teaching my students, so... Hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husbands because Kate's drinking <laughs> during lesson time. <laughs> okay, there's my story. Um, just because I wanted us to talk something about tea. It's been a while. (laughs) You're right. Okay, 
Let's get on it. Let's talk about regions. Austin, this episode is for you. Yeah. De- dedicated to Austin. <laughs> okay, so first, so he's right? He's all like, <laughs> I gave up on you guys months ago. Um, should I start? How should we go about this? Should I start well, with my region? Should we talk about Brexit just for? A okay, s- let's talk. You know about what? Brexit. No, no. That's what I think. I think let's talk about. Our regions. Okay. And then about Brexit. Okay. Because I feel like That's a good Brexit is like a thing that we could talk about forever, but I feel like the regions we're talking about, we kind of have like wrapped up. Right. So we can like wrap them up and then we can blab about Brexit as long right. as we want. Or as, sh- as short as we understand. Yes. Okay. True. You go first. Because I went. I'm going first now? I think so. I think I went first last time. But I feel like you should go first because you have more to say about Brexit. So that way you go and then I go and then you go. (laughs) And then you talk more. Okay, fine. I am... So, first thing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Dot, dot, dot. Clencher. Um, England has how many regions? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No. Nine. <laughs> they have nine. Um, they are divided by counties within each one of these regions, and uh, it makes for a unified uh, England. Now, mind you, here's okay, there's. Th- I'm tell you the truth. Yes. Is that I did not pick a full region like this. Oh, you didn't pick a region. Well, you just I mean, picked like a county. I yeah. I think when I thought, no, when I thought region, I was thinking, like, areas that have their own, like, dialect or something. I knew we were going to screw this up. <laughs> but I didn't know they had specific regions that they, like. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's I good. Mean, mine does fit into one of the regions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they all fit. I just, I picked a region, and then I tried to kind of go in there a little bit and talk about counties, but not very much. It's going to be nice and loose. So, nine regions. We have the Northeast. We have the Northwest. We have Yorkshire and Humber. We have East Midlands. We have West Midlands. We have Southwest, Southeast, London. And we have East of London. Okay, I'm just wondering. Where are you finding these regions? (laughs) Because... Let me just look at your computer. Okay. Just because okay. I just Googled a different map that gave me 13 regions. So. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, so, anyway, whatever. There's Not, a lot of there regions. are 9 to 13 <laughs> regions. <laughs> just just talk about what you want. Okay. I'm just going to... tell you how I picked my region. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I am talking about the East Midlands. These cover the counties of Lincolnshire, Notting, Nottinghamshire, Derbyshire... Leicestershire, Northamptonshire, and Rutland. Oh, <laughs> a lot of shires. The best part about that region. <gasps> Are we in the same region? No. Damn it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> based on all of the counties that you just mentioned, it seems like that's the region where pretty much all of Jane Austen's novels are based. Yes, that was the one thing that I was going to say <laughs> because I didn't understand what Austin wanted from us because I didn't know what to do. Um, so, really, Austin. We blame you. We blame you. This, um, okay, so the Midlands has a population of a little over 4 million. Um, 
this area has probably the biggest thing that I can find that they develop there is Rolls Royces. There's another like um, company factory in another region, but this one is one of the bigger ones. So many fancy cars, which I'm sure nobody there drives them. British company. British company. Um, But probably the most exciting thing that I found was that's what their Sherwood Forest is. So everything is like named after... Where literature comes from. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's where we have Robin Hood and Little John. Um, The Sheriff of Nottingham. And the Sheriff of Nottingham. So I guess that's why we have Nottinghamshire and all of that business. But... I know that specifically that Austin wanted to hear about <laughs> dialects, which is going to be a trick. Did you learn the dialects? <laughs> no, geez. I tried to almost practice, but I was all like, it was almost hopeless. So I found a guy on YouTube, and he says a little phrase, and I thought it would be funny if I played it and we could try to guess what he's saying, because I can't figure it out. <laughs> I tried. Okay. Here we go. Passage. Uh, let's see what you think. Here it is. <clears throat> Just saw this well pen girl bombing it down. Gee, screeting her eyes out like a right mod ass. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, well, I've heard mod ass, which I think that means like an idiot, like a smart ass. So, other than that, though, didn't understand a word. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we have the region of Mideast. Yep. Austin, that's all I got for you. That's all I got for you. I didn't, couldn't find anything. Your turn. Go. Oh, okay. Well, I have a lot to say. Okay, oh, my gosh. So good. let me just tell you how I, okay, this is probably okay. just because I um, spend a lot of time, like, following royals. So, in my head, regions are places that have dukes. Perfect. <laughs> so I like, love it. I was like, okay, so what region should I do? We've got York. We've got Sussex. We've got... Oh, that's a know, good idea. Bridge, you know, so I was so no. I was thinking of regions as, like, how they were related to, like, so the counties yeah yeah. okay that that does make way more sense and probably also what other people i did not understand i I don't know (laughs) i think it's just because i like i said i'm very focused on i like it keep it there so i picked so i was trying to decide i was like should i do sussex and i was like no just because harry and megan are like newly duke and duchess okay let's focus on (laughs) let's go back i picked cambridgeshire Okay. Or Cambridge. Cambridgeshire. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. So, Cambridgeshire is east in the east. Okay. It's um, close to the Midlands. Okay. And London and southeast. So, I think everybody's heard of it because everyone's heard of the city of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Other important cities are Ely, E-L-Y, Peterborough, and St. Ives. Um, nice. So, population of Cambridgeshire, there are about, like, just under 800,000 people living in that area. Um, Its most famous city, obviously, is Cambridge, known for Cambridge University. Um, Hoity-toity. I know. They think that they're better than Oxford, but they're not. But they're not. A real scholar. Sorry, anyone, but I'm sorry. (laughs) But, actually, it's 
funny because like now it's really known for like education and stuff but back in the day it was an agricultural county so like in the doomsday book um back in the day <laughs> bum, people bum. Were living in cambridgeshire it like listed there were a lot of fisheries a lot of eels okay jellied eels i hope not um, <laughs> so speaking of food there um so they have four famous foods so one yours is, is way better than mine keep going <laughs> so one is college pudding which is um it's you know British called pudding dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's what they serve in the halls in like Oxford and Cambridge. Okay. And it it really kind of seems like fruit cake, a version of fruit cake, because it has raisins, currants, and like candied peel in it. Okay. So it's basically yeah. it's like fruit a cake. wet fruit cake. Not mm. fruit cake is wet. It's please say fruit wet cake. fruit cake again. <laughs> <laughs> Their other famous dish is celery baked in cream. Which I looked up a recipe. It's exactly what it sounds like. I don't think we ever want to eat mm. it. <laughs> Delicious mush. Yeah. Um, then there's Cambridge burnt cream, which is basically creme brulee. It's like Ooh. the British name for creme brulee. It's, okay. I, I think it has like more egg in it. Okay. Like looking more at More custardy. Recipe. Yeah. But Cambridge burnt cream. And then the last thing is the Huffington fidget pie. Which, what a great name. Right? <laughs> it's kind of like, um, it's like a chicken pot pie, but instead it has apples and bacon, okay. onion, and parsley. So, I want to make that, fidget, yeah, fidget pie. really good, actually. I was looking up recipes, and like, we could make We can make that, and some burnt Cambridge cream. Yeah, to eat with our fruitcake. Anyway. And our fruitcake. <laughs> so those are like the local foods. And I'll make a side of cream celery. Mmm. Um, so there's a lot... So, like, Cambridge has a lot of, like, festivals and fairs. Obviously, it's a college town. Right. But there's one that is famous. It's the Midsummer Fair because it actually dates back to 1211. And King John gave them a charter to have this fair. And so I think back then it was more of, like, we're selling our vegetables. And now it's more like, we're just having fun. But, you know, still, it's been around for a long time. So I thought that was cool. Um, The famous sports that they are famous for is well i thought this was funny so i guess that they're known for having there's only 43 courts of quote unquote real tennis so real <laughs> tennis tell, also tell me known, more <laughs> also known as the sport of kings is the original sport that, <laughs> that made tennis right like it's, okay it's where tennis now derived okay. from so it, it's known in the U.S. as court tennis. Okay, I was just about to say, is it court tennis or is it like grass tennis? Well. Or can it be both? It's, it's, it, I don't know because it seems like it's on both. Okay. <laughs> but okay, never mind. But there are 43 courts left in, in the world. Oh. And one of them is in, or a couple of them are in Cambridgeshire. And so they're like really into that. It's like also known as royal tennis. So basically, you're not a not real tennis player unless you play real tennis. <laughs> you gotta play real tennis, peasant. Another thing that was like started in Cambridge is modern football. Like soccer. I use soccer. Football? Yeah, so 
the food first, hall. <laughs> the first set of rules ever, like, written down, were drawn up by members of the university in 1848. Okay. And I guess in 1863, the next set of original rules I can came already out. tell that we're going to get hate mail from the Latin, like, listeners. They're going to be like, no, we made the soccer first. The, the football. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we'll just tell people it did. It makes us sound more legit. So, yeah. Other things. So, the most famous people from Cambridgeshire, which I hope people aren't like, no, there's so many other famous people. The most famous that I could find yeah. was Pink Floyd started there. Oh, that's bitching. Yeah. So, um, it seems like everybody was from there. Everyone in Pink Floyd was in there. The, the original, one of the original guys was replaced, and he was replaced by a guy also from there. So, Sweet. That's like pretty cool. Um, and then mustn't forget that Austin wanted to know about dialects. That's the one thing I pulled up. I was <laughs> That's like the specific thing he asked about. So, um, people in that area uh, tend to speak with the East Anglian dialect, um, which I don't really get. Nope. Um, <laughs> so, one thing that they say is like, Instead of saying or, they'll say do. So, like, if you were going to say, um... Do you want a pizza or blah? Yeah, you would say, like, do you want pizza, pizza or tacos? Do tacos? Do. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was probably the most honky of, American thing to say. it, you would say that. So, like, instead of saying, like, it's raining outside, you would say, that's rainy. Um... Them don't talk good. And then, like, time <laughs> instead of while. Like, you know, instead of... Okay. Like, okay it's like, been a while? Well, that's no, a yeah, while. You would say, like, while. like, if you're like, hey, sit here while I do this, you would yeah. say, sit here, time I do this. Nice. It's weird. There's a lot of weird words. <laughs> one thing that I found, so there's, like, a list of vocabulary words, right? Which, it, one thing was that instead of saying woodlouse, they would say sow pig. I'm like, when would you use either of those words, right? I don't know. I'm going to just, that's going to be the new password to get in all of our stuff. We'll be sow pig. One thing (laughs) that is different is that, like, I feel like a lot of um, dialects in the UK, you drop the H sound. Yeah. In this dialect, you do not. How about this? The one thing I found, and while I was trying to read about the East Midlands, like, English, is they put ends on the end of everything. So if you're saying, like, um, yourself, you'd say usin. Um, myself is messin. Yours is yorn. Theirs is theirn. It was just weird. <laughs> well, okay, so this is kind of a funny thing. So when I was looking that up, um, there was, like, a lot of people feel like they don't have any sort of, like, accent or dialect there anymore because it is such, like, a... I mean, it's like it's an academic Well, city, yeah, like, exactly. You know. It's once you get too many, like, outsiders. Yeah. And so so a lot of people think that there is no accent, at, or it's just kind of like a mix of everything. There's no dialect. There's no accent now. But even, so it was funny. There, even though people who live there think that, recently, or I don't know, sometime in the last, like, five years, there was a poll across the UK over which region had the sexiest accent. 
I was just about to ask you this question. Yeah, and Cambridge was voted the third sexiest accent in England, which that made people in Cambridge upset because they don't think they have an accent. <laughs> not only do we not have an accent, we are not sexy. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so that's all I really have to say about Cambridgeshire. I like it. You know? Their Duke and Duchess are Will and Kate, which was the main reason that I picked them. Oh, and just to uh, bring things back around to our next topic. So if you go on the BBC Brexit website, you can look up uh, like different um, counties and different cities and see how they voted. Oh. So people in Cambridge for Brexit, 26.2%. Um, voted for them to leave the EU, and mm-hmm. 73.8% voted to remain. Mm-hmm. So, in this area, people did not want to leave. They did not want to <laughs> leave, which I still can't decide. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? From everything I can tell, it just looks like it's going to cause problems. But I mean, and also, they owe the EU a lot of money. Right? So now you're like causing all this big problem you're leaving but how are you gonna pay your debts like it's just gonna get more expensive i don't know but i did just look up one of your area the area you were just talking yeah. about and it was about 50 50 so okay. i don't know what area actually voted to but we're getting out well i wonder like because okay well the big thing to like understand about brexit is it's all of the uk And so, obviously, the UK comprises of, that's the difference, like, sometimes I get confused with this, because you can say England, which is just England, and that's kind of what we were talking about today with the 9 to 13 regions. (laughs) There's England, then there's Great Britain, which is the whole island that has Wales and Scotland attached, Mm -hmm. and then the UK then brings in Northern Ireland, which is across the pond. So it's all of the UK. So it's all four of those individual countries that are part of Brexit. Um, And so I'm kind of wondering if maybe it was more of the other countries. Well, okay. So this is... uh, No, I don't think so. Because I just looked up a break. I know Ireland's like having fits. Well, and Scotland too wanted to remain. So, okay. Just look up a breakdown. So in England, 50... 3.4% 3.4% wanted to leave, and 46.6% wanted to remain. In wow. Ireland, 44.2% wanted to leave, 558 wanted to remain. Okay. Scotland, 38% wanted to leave, 62% wanted to remain. And Wales, 52.5% wanted to leave, 47.5% wanted to remain. So it's really a, like, damned if you do, damned if you yeah, don't. Like, like it's, it's a... It's, like, basically 50-50 yeah. across the board. Scotland is probably really pissed right now. Yeah. I hit y'all. Yeah, so pretty much the biggest thing is right now they're voting on the different kinds of plans to get out, Mm -hmm. um, which they have to have known by, what is that date? March 29th? They have to, of 2019? Yeah, that's the implementation period. Right. But they don't have a plan. And so I think that's why everybody's up and on, like, odds and don't know what to do. Because there is no plan. They don't know how to leave, especially with all these debt problems. And um, there's no real great sense of 
unity within now the political parties on this subject. So much to the fact that they keep saying, like, let's just take a revote and see if people want to stay or not. But then everybody's all like, well, that's practically unconstitutional. But I really, I kind of agree with that because I feel like when they did the original vote, it was kind of like people didn't really realize what they were doing. Right? I, I read that as well. They said the day after it passed... It was the highest, like, um, I don't know, toll or point on Google that in that region, everybody had to look up, like, what does it mean actually to EU exit? Like, because Brexit wasn't a thing yet, a little term. But what what does it actually mean that we're leaving the EU? So pretty much the EU is just the European nation. It's comprised of 27, 27 other nations. And it just makes a unity within trade and also kind of, it's not like a UN kind of a thing, but there is a decent amount of like security and somebody's kind of got your back because you're all unified. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as Great Britain has kind of pulled out, they're the biggest, I can't talk, the fifth biggest national economy in the world. Um, With them leaving, it's already caused the EU to kind of fall apart because Greece is about to go. They're thinking of like pulling out and now so does a lot of the other countries. So with that being said, like I think the biggest thing is just economy. How is that going to affect the pound? How is that going to affect the euro? Um, What is it going to do with trade? Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. But I did find something really humorous that I thought I would share with the people. Um, Have you heard of Steve Bray? He's a protester Mm -hmm. that goes goes around to the... um, uh, just around Parliament, and he follows a whole bunch of um, news reporters just to get on line and be on the news, just saying, like, he thinks Brexit is the worst thing. And so he's now become, like, an internet, like, phenomenon, tra- practically, like, trolling how they need to stay in and, like, Brexit is idiotic. And I found this little snippet of our dear, uh, our dear friend here. This is... I've seen ministers walking across through the archway there. Stop Brexit! <laughs> it's not a done deal! Not going well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he just walks around town and um, it's become like a full-time job for him to stop Brexit. He wears a top hat that <laughs> that has the British flag on it, and then a, a cape of the EU, <laughs> and goes and stands behind news reporters. Hmm. So Steve Bray, guys, look him up, <laughs> give him a little shout out. I guess if you want to stay in or leave, then then you probably don't like him. But oh, whatever. whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, Brexit still don't understand, but. I hope it goes well for you, England. You mean the UK. UK. Yeah. And England. And England. And Wales. And poor Scotland. We're sorry. You got 
handed the short end of the stick. You really didn't want to go. I know. That, that's really all I knew because I uh, follow J.K. Rowling's tweets. So <laughs> I, knew, I knew that she And she was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's all we got for you today. That's all we have. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. We will be back again next week. And remember to keep drinking your tea. Make sure it's strong and caffeinated. Get a kombucha. <laughs> Kick back. Um, put, not that strong. Put your feet up. <laughs> crack a kombucha. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>